0: Welcome to VG Empire, episode 43. Mm. Uh, this is all about... Uh, Joining lo- you as the
1: Undertaker! <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, this is uh, Loaded um, for PlayStation 1, which is Good a weird, God. weird launch game that somehow became a game that everyone goes, eh, oh, yeah, I played that. Um,
1: uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I wish I would have done more research into it. I want to know what happened to the... The game that led the charge of the new generation had all the attention on it in the world and petered out after two editions.
2: Well, the yeah. second edition, yeah, the second one. So That's this what is I'm saying, loaded, yeah,
0: loaded and reloaded. Uh, this band playing beneath me is uh, Pop Will Eat Itself, <laughs> and they had two <laughs> licensed songs. So this one is "Kick to Kill." So if you've listened, guess if, you're, <laughs> if you're born in the '90s, you know the rock alt sound. Doesn't that the, seem a
1: little pop will eat itself <laughs> yes. the death of pop is that really what you were preaching yes actually i hope that none of them are alive to see what's happening their then. alternate
2: name was a uh, cannibal dad it's about a guy actual father who eats himself <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm
1: sorry. laughs>
0: but this this was interesting for two reasons one this was playstation launch window still so this yep. was like the very end of 95 so again this is the same year well i'll get into that later but like it was, it was the time when having a licensed song or vocals in a game was enough to make you go, have you have you played Loaded? There's a song that <laughs> sings in the beginning. Even if you hadn't heard of the band, it didn't matter. It was like, you would just turn it on and, and go, wow. And so there were two, this and uh, RSVP are the two songs uh, that are on Loaded. Um, and that band, I think, broke up in 90-something and then like got back together like eight years later and I don't know if they're still around now or not, but uh, the only reason I ever heard of them was this game, and I think this obviously did a lot for if anyone in the U.S. heard of them. <laughs> I'm sure Loaded was a, was a big part of it. Um,
1: I'm Brett Elston, by the way. Um, I am John Cena. I'm Chris Santista. <laughs> it's a little wrestly this theme, right now. Yeah. There should be fireworks going I'm off in of the flagpole right now. CM I'm CM
0: So when we get into the actual game music soundtrack, it's by... Uh, Neil Biggin, who worked on Top Gear three thousand, uh, the game, the game, oh. and uh, and both loaded games, but uh, and also um, uh, Pat Phelan uh, Neil Biggin, I know, has a, last, <laughs> has a last has a last has a last FM page. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, wait, hang on same strung language. That's one of the lines I remember. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I recognize the momentum. Um, so the game itself is Gauntlet meets Smash TV, mm-hmm. but then the important distinction here is it lacks the irony of Smash TV, mm. so it's kind of like the RoboCop remake where it's just wow. going full-on violence. Yes. Um, but this is still at a time when... Having a lot of blood in a game was the reason people would rent it.
1: Yep. It was a backlash to the Nintendo era of keeping everything kid, not kid centric, but family friendly. That yeah. when people finally realized, hey, I can put a clown mask on and have this dude disembowel somebody. Why not do it in every game?
2: Yeah, this is a prime so, time for people in clown masks. Yes, yeah, exactly. Metal and this, spawn like, and yeah. uh, <laughs> it,
1: And fun. what was this game known as uh, in Japan? Loaded Blood Factory. <laughs> it was known as Blood Factory, and wow. it, looking, remembering as little as I can remember about the game, that is a very appropriate name. Well, lots of industrial. You got to feel things. for those uh,
0: those Teamsters Busting their hump Seriously. at the Blood Factory. Uh, the
1: blood Factory busted my hump. At you the know who puts Factory. that blood
0: on your table every day? Me and your pal Mark. You know they're taking away dental at the Blood Factory, right? <laughs> So, yeah, it is. like So, you were, Dave, you were mentioning off before we started. Like, like I can remember the characters from it. So, you could select a character much like Gauntlet. Yeah. Um, and everyone had like different abilities. But Captain Hands <laughs> was this dude with a huge brain and two giant pistols. And he was the main guy I would use. Uh, um, uh, and then Fwank was the clown <laughs> with mm-hmm. the... He had the clown head on. Very mm-hmm. Joker style kind of mm-hmm. going for that. And he had balloons and looked all... But he's covered in blood. So, who juxtaposition. Huh. Um, but, yeah. So, this was... Developed by Gremlin Interactive and then published by Interplay, which is, again, Who kind of this again? weird mishmash uh, also. But, like, the game itself was you run around these overhead thing, very labyrinth-style things and get keys and open doors and just the whole time just shoot so many people. Perfectly fun. Yeah, I, perfectly fun. But that leads into why
1: I think Reloaded did not capture it again. But we'll get into that. Um, the, the characters apparently were uh, created with contributions from Garth Ennis?
0: Uh, So yes, DC Comics had kind of a tie-in. The Vertigo line. Yeah, DC and Vertigo, like, yeah, I forget how it actually worked, but that was, 95 and 96 was prime, like, Mm -hmm. comics at their worst. (laughs) Uh, We're talking Clone Saga, we're talking, like, coming off of Death of Superman and Nightfall, so it's all stunt covers and new number ones and foils and... Just the worst. Mm -hmm. So I was just not even paying attention to comics anymore. So I didn't even notice that that was another area that Loaded was in. But I think the reason, yeah, that that this became a game that everyone kind of knew in some way was...
1: Magazine covers?
0: Well, probably magazine Mm -hmm. covers. But like it being that early PlayStation launch, it was just enough Mm -hmm. after the launch that everyone was waiting for the next game to latch on to. We had Toshinden. We had Tekken. And it was like, okay, well, Jumping Flash came out. It's like, okay, well, what's next? And there was this game, Loaded. Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. (laughs) And then Loaded came out, and it was like okay well here's a game that looks weird a lot of you know pre-rendered sprites on these crew you know crude mm-hmm. ps1 backgrounds but then the thing i think that elevated it was the gore obviously and that's yeah. why people go oh man it's so bloody and they shoot people and they splatter everywhere it's so funny <laughs> but then the thing that i think really made it stick out was the music and i think in a, in a very you know it added to the experience in a way that wasn't possible because at the same time well i'll go into that in a minute we'll play some songs first i guess um uh, yeah, the OST for this immediately sucked me in. And I, like, I've like i listened to this regularly ever since it came out. And it, like many games in the day, had Redbook Audio, put the CD in, entire soundtrack for free. So it was very easy to share that and then tell people, hey, you should play the game. And I would still recommend listening to the soundtrack. But, of course, it's one of those things that there's no way you can get it. So <laughs> YouTube away, everyone. But this those tracks were on the disc. So if you find even the disc, like in a used bin somewhere, it's the whole album. Um so we'll go into three songs really quick this is again Neil Biggin and Pat Phelan Phelan I'm not sure how to do this man justice but <clears> I guess Pat could be either way as SNL taught us long ago <laughs> Jesus come on Pat here comes Pat timely references <laughs> <is everybody laughs> wow um, that's
1: too Louis Anderson I'm not doing but <laughs> uh, so
0: the first uh, is track four which is the first area you ever go to uh, well the first level and right away just this song hit me like this sounds like this is fun <laughs> yeah it's super good um, that yeah, it blew me away. And it just you wandering halls listening to this music, and it's so like oppressive but so melodic, mm-hmm. it's so much fun to listen to. And it's perfect background 90s music. Like, growing up in the 90s, this is the sound I think that permeated everything for like two years. Um, so we'll do uh, that song and then track five and track seven. And these are just different levels. If further you progress, the music changes like every three or four levels or something. So every time you would beat a level, you're like, Oh, I wonder if the next one will change because I want to hear the next song. Uh, so again, uh, this <laughs> track four I know is at least the first area. Oh, uh,
1: tell you what I'm laughing <laughs> at when we get back. Yes. <laughs>
0: And now's so, the time on sprockets where we dance. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listen, if you know Moby's, I think his first first album, maybe Animal Rights, not Animal Rights. Mm. Uh, it's the it's a self titled album. It has like it's a white cover. It's very much like that. Mm. Uh, it has like next to the E and
1: the Speed Racer porn Jim.
2: <laughs> no, that's that's DJ. That's Kyogi.
1: Nah, come on. My... I'm
2: come <laughs> getting I'm getting kind of a uh, like a. House music playing on uh, Melrose Place. They to get <laughs> Heather Locklear's character from a rage. Whatever's happening there. at the
1: bronze in the background, <laughs> yes, <just buffing laughs> it's, that, that's what I'm talking about. It's the most.
0: Cups. It's the most 90s. <laughs> like you go, what's 90s taste like? Just <laughs> mm. ah, there it is.
1: There it is. Is that ooh? It tastes like a Spawn trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but so here's the thing: that's that. Why I think the soundtrack stood out so much is that first that. Like, let me bring it up. That first like opening hit of uh that track four you're like walking around like that's kind of a neat sound whoa <laughs> this is the same year <laughs> this is the same year that like mario rpg yeah. or yoshi's island chrono trigger it's the same time frame if not exact year because loaded was like this weird late 95 you're used
1: thing. to digital known toots coming out of yeah your, it uh... was
0: like no, no disrespect to any of that music because obviously going off, we did a Mario RPG. I apologize episode. for calling them digital gnome toots. No, I know. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, this was, like, such another level. It's like you would not expect to get, like, hmm. it was. It
1: was weird when game, the sound coming from games started to omit everything else that was cool at the time. It, they, they were their own things. They were cool in their own unique ways. But that they started to sound mainstream and like everything yeah. else well, was kind s- of validating. It was validating because it sounded
0: like this is what's. On the radio, mm-hmm. and now it sounds like my game, and now that's kind of an interesting thing. So, something I noticed was like, it's definitely like boilerplate techno. Like you said, it could be in the background of any, even right now, Young and the Restless could have this on in the background <laughs> of just whatever. But that's why it's so listenable. You just put it on, and if you're, you are got some crappy job with spreadsheets all day, load its soundtrack every day. Super good. If you've got it like a long drive and you just got it like all the tracks are like five minutes long and loop indefinitely, it's super mm-hmm. good for that too. Um, but the thing I got was, it's impressive, especially for game BGM, because, like, this is the other thing. NES, SNES, Genesis music was all done by, like, career musicians. Like, mm. that, what they did was make game music. And they're talented outside of game music, but that's what they're like. Koji Kondo will come back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mitsuda will come back. Uematsu will mm-hmm. come back. And now that it was getting to that point where in the U.S., you could get someone, not like a professional DJ, but, like, you could have someone come on that approximates that sound of some of mm. an actual musician actual in quotes um, told me to do music for your game and now it sounds like an entertainment product and not a video game and that was just very cool to have right there in the PlayStation launch window uh, right away.
2: Well yeah, like I mean the CD kind of opened that up so it's Mm -hmm. like you no longer have to have someone who knows how to play the instrument that is the Genesis or the Super Nintendo. I know this is Redbook Audio which still had some limitations but it's still like you can just like, have regular musicians make regular music.
0: Yeah, which game. was neat. Um, however, I feel this, you know, this is kind of, in a way, planting the seed of, like, well, what if we just had Hans Zimmer clones make all of our game yeah. music? And then it's, like, look, look. I don't. Everything oh. can't sound like the Pirates of the Caribbean theme. We have to do something else.
1: <laughs> and the, I, I was laughing before the break about looking at the box art for Loaded, and oh, that boy! if it had a tagline, it was, body bag not included yes. at the bottom of every <laughs> game, which I love watching... Film and games as a medium mirror themselves as they rise to prominence. And yeah. this was like the that 30s and 40s era of stuff where the they would open up with like, uh, if you die during the streaming <laughs> of Screaming Skull, the Universal Studios will buy you a coffin. And like that... <laughs> That was definitely happening at this time. Back it's, when they did. It's, it's written differently <laughs> on the cover of every game, yeah. how a body bag is not included in this game. Uh, what I Yikes. love
0: is that was back before they would have to put an asterisk that says, company will not actually pay for your coffin. Because <laughs> yeah. nope. no one would think, I could take them to court over this? <laughs> uh,
1: and Yeah, It didn't require a screen in the beginning to say, please do not go shooting up factories. This is a yeah. work of fiction. <laughs> Where's my elephant? <laughs> on <Online>. my... <laughs>
0: yes that's what that to Uh, me man
1: i I was thinking
2: i was
0: thinking about that episode the other day of simpsons and i was like (laughs) that is the perfect example of their rubber band reality it's here's a contest in the real world they would never actually award an elephant that that part would never happen that's cartoon simpsons everything after that is the crushing reality of having to own an elephant (laughs) like it's running us out of house and home because it's too expensive Like, how mundane and boring is that? And that's why it's funny, is now they have to actually deal with, well, what if I actually did win a full-grown African elephant?
1: It would be horrible. Isn't that what we're all asking? Where's my elephant? God,
0: I was at work, and I think it was either Greg or Yuri with somebody who's like, yeah, my friend's band, it was called The Elephants, and it's like... I love that song. It reminds me of elephants. <laughs> anyway, uh, more Loaded Music, everyone. <laughs> more uh, songs to
2: remind us of elephants.
0: And if I can, yes, if I can just slip in vgempire.com oh. right away, just because mm. uh, the Zelda episode posted, and i uh, actually about to go into PAX this weekend, um, mm-hmm. PAX, Prime, or PAX East, uh, one of my favorite shows of the year. Uh, it'll be a good one for us, uh, games-wise. So I'll explain why later, but... Um, it's also just cool because there's a lot of people we only see in Boston. And uh, last time I was there, I got a lot of cool, like, VG Empire nods and thanks. And uh, really put a uh, spring in my step. Dare, dare. <laughs> Nuts to all of you. Yes, much better than the, the other music. words you were saying. <laughs> um, we'll do three more songs again. Uh, Neil, Neil, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Neil, Patrick Harris mm-hmm. uh, Neil Biggin and Pat Fulon. Falon, like, mm, like filet mignon, Delicious. <laughs> Uh this is track... This is the second, I believe this is the second area you get to. It's green, and then this is the first time the music changes, and you're like, oh, so it's not going to be that one song over and over again. Uh, Second area, uh, track 21, and I'm not sure what this is actually from. Uh, So one thing that's interesting is the CD has a bunch of bonus music that's not even in the game. So you put the disc, and you're like, there aren't this many levels in the game. So it's just a bunch of extra music that they just had. And it's like, here you go, have it. Uh, I think that I think track 21. I think this might be one of the songs that's not in the game. It's just a bonus area. And then 14. Here's the weird thing is I beat Loaded, and it's a pretty difficult game to beat because it is like Gauntlet or Smash TV. It's Mm -hmm. a gauntlet. It's really hard to just grind through this game. Um, Track 14. It might be the ending music. I can't remember because no one bothered to YouTube the actual ending of Loaded for me to verify. (laughs) Uh, The amount of like information about this game is like. I might be the one to I can't, care.
1: It can't believe it. it it was one of those things that made me pay attention to next gen platforms and it was on the cover I, I think every leading game magazine had a loaded cover I think it was the state of point.
0: emergency before state of emergency <laughs> 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 uh, but I think this if it's not an ending it's still it's still such a great song because it's so sullen but hopeful there's like a happiness to it that is not fit the game's world mm-hmm. at all um, so we'll go and do uh, track 3 21 and 14 and be back geometric shapes no they-
1: for a fact I've used that song specifically in other podcasts yeah well. it's
0: uh it's it's an amazing song it really gets me here there was one time I think I was driving home I had just like I don't know not long after I got in the first games journalist job moved out to California oh my god it's all really happening and then I was like driving home and this perfect California sunset with the fog <laughs> rolling in and that song was in my car and I'm driving like man I'm so cool <laughs> not realizing <laughs> i'm so alone <laughs>
2: oh not realizing the name of this podcast is you driving a car yeah somebody i'm going to oh, so cool. <laughs> evangelize
1: this music on a podcast yeah
0: if i can do if if there's one thing i can do is turn everyone onto the loaded soundtrack so good um that's really all for loaded because i don't want to just harp on it and play all the tracks i would really encourage though look it up on youtube Buy the game in some fashion, even though no one involved
1: will ever get any money at this point because it came out. I so believe many years ago. it's on the PSN store. Is it? I th- I want to say it is. Hmm. I'll uh, check that. I'll check that in the break.
0: I'll just look now. I'll
3: edit it out.
1: Editing makes this <laughs> fun. Uh, we looked up, and it looks like Loaded
0: is not on the North American store, but Reloaded is, hmm. <laughs> which <laughs> is a perfect segue into the Reloaded section. <laughs> oh, nice. Lots um, of days. Which is weird. Like that can't be right. But I'm I guessing,
2: d- is it probably some of the music issues from the first? Which- Surely not,
0: because it's the same musician. Oh, Pop, yeah, oh, but, but Pop does- will eat itself. There you Pop go. Will That's, eat right. itself, That's probably and it. I think
1: it says here that Next soundtrack was all Neil Biggin. And yeah, it's all Thereby him. clearable.
2: Yeah, pop, and, pop will take you to court. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we only played
0: thirty seconds of That's
2: it in right. this episode,
0: and then editorialized it. We right, talked why, about it.
1: Wives' tale, fair use. We operate on that all the time.
0: And <laughs> I am encouraging people to go buy the songs legitimately because they are
1: perfectly good songs. Can you buy them? Maybe?
0: I'm sure you can. Well, it's a band, so I'm sure
1: there's available. Okay, I will do my research on Pop Will Eat Itself. How about <laughs> that?
0: They're both great songs. I actually yeah. really like them. They
1: fit. They fit the game rather well. Uh, so wow. prob- I, Google does autofill it. So yeah, for Pop. The, the, well, they were bigger in, in UK. Oh my God, they look like In Sync. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> they do. I well, I can't verify that. I never looked at a
1: picture. Past members Clint Mansell. Yep. This, cannot, they worked, this, uh, this they, can't be They worked with
0: Trent Reznor For a little bit This can't in be In the mid-90s The guy Uh-oh. who did
1: The Requiem for a Dream soundtrack Is in Pop It Pop it huh? it itself Apparently oh. Apparently he's a Former member Keyboardist Wow Who knew Well, uh, Weird
2: Loaded to reloaded. Did that all right? Did that work?
1: That that I would have given that a uh, sound that effect had I the control in this podcast. Well, not mm. on this show, buddy. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we'll do a reloaded, which again is Neil Biggin uh, completely. Um, it, he embiggen's the soundtrack with <laughs> even more of his uh, cool. '90s techno. Um, it's
2: perfectly cromulent musician. It is totally. Um, track- what did you say? It's a perfectly cromulent musician. Cromulent, yeah. Is that a word. It's a perfectly cromulent word, Chris. <laughs> all
1: right, I love it. Cromulent. Clearly, clearly you're not. Never... I, please excuse my cromulence.
0: Uh, no, that's not a word. Damn it! i never heard of him big until I came to Springfield. <laughs> oh, it's Wonderlives. Lives. lives. Um, so, Reloaded. I I went and played it at a friend's house
1: because we were all like, "Yeah, Loaded was super awesome." It's weird to see a sequel come out. This, I guess the it was quick. The rules mm-hmm. had not been defined, and for this wasn't even annualized. It was the same year.
0: Well, I got loaded at the end of '95, mm-hmm. so it wasn't '95.
1: Uh, I just looking at this, it, it says the same year. I see within a 12 month period. Probably within a 12 month period. And it looks like '96, like the that's January '96 right. and November of '96. Yeah, that's they probably were and that's probably
0: right. Because I played Reloaded, and it was like, yeah, I'll play that again. And I think what happened was '96. Well, in that amount of time, Mario '64 happened. Mm. And like, just a lot of other games that really started taking better advantage of the new technology. Mm-hmm. And Loaded really felt like, when I went and played Reloaded, it was like, oh, I've already done this. It had that, like, this is the old system it stuff. It does have and
1: the same menus. Yeah, the, wow, really? Yes, the exact same menus, and it's, it's kind of the same game.
0: It was on the same, like, you know, it's the same building blocks. And that's mm-hmm. one of those, like, now that, you know, I know a little bit about the industry, that's one of those unspoken things. Well, it's probably publicized to some degree, but the PS1 era was super lucrative for everyone involved because those mm. games were really cheap to make. They could sell them for $40, $50 and make a ton of money off of it, and it's all on CDs, which is a universal medium. Nobody owns – has to pay – I mean, mm-hmm. does anyone have to pay anyone a write? Like DVD, like you have to – It
1: probably did. It just wasn't Sony.
0: Yeah, well, who owns DVD? It's like a co ownership. Yeah, it's a
1: co ownership with Sony and I believe Toshiba, and that's why there was the Blu-ray HDVD race. Right, because they both wanted the proprietary new tech.
0: Yeah, but then like CD-ROM, I don't know who had like Mm -hmm. it was just super cheap to make CD-ROMs, so they made a killing on all these games. And when when you can just reuse the same assets Mm -hmm. and make a new game, like I don't know, like the difference between like Crash Two and Crash Three. Uh, crash bandicoot but it's like if a lot of the guts are the same and you can spin out another game i said spin out another game uh <laughs> in a year it's like making money man yeah. uh so they tried to do that with loaded i guess and it just didn't it just didn't click i think the reviews were all around lower but and i and because of that i never really looked into the soundtrack that much i was just like eh this probably sucks too <laughs> and then the preparation for this show i was like what could i pair with a loaded episode because I don't want to do Reloaded because it's not any good and then I realized wait a minute it's the same composer let me go listen to it turns out it's actually really good Uh, the soundtrack is every bit the same like level of Reloaded it was just or of the original Loaded. it was just we didn't give it as much attention because Mm. it's a year later I'm playing Mario 64 I'm sophisticated (laughs) over here Uh, so we'll go into three songs from Reloaded this is the main menu this is probably the only song I remembered when I listened to uh, when I listened to Mm -hmm. these tracks again Uh, track three (laughs) <laughs> and track 9 which is again a somber kind of just more slow paced song but then it has and you'll know it when you hear it a more human than human sound okay uh that dragulesque no 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 like like literally the sound from more human than human you'll mm-hmm. know it when you hear it and you'll be like oh yes <laughs> uh so we'll do those and be back Maybe on a second listen, it's not as more human than human as I thought. It's a
1: lot of uh, I feel a lot of slow motion Matrix ripoff shots, well being pre, scored with this music. Pre-Matrix, mm-hmm. let's give it some credit. I am, I am. I'm giving all the credit in the world. <laughs> the it's new- probably the soundtrack to <laughs> Equilibrium or some other such <laughs> Matrix ripoff movie. Can't think of any of it.
0: But yeah, that middle song, uh, that track three. So mm-hmm. I don't know what type of music this is. I know it has its own descriptor. This like. Um, PlayStation Teenage Riot. Mm-hmm. To me, this is just Powerpuff Girls music. Ah,
1: yeah.
0: So yeah, I don't know. I wish I had more music words.
1: Music words. Alas. Uh, I actually I swear to God, there is a name to that actual like uh, drum beat. Oh, I know. The, uh, I, just... I don't know. I don't know it off my head. Grim was here. I need oh, Grim or is Scott. I would no, think you know, drum and bass, it. but then I'm like, no, you idiot. Drum and bass is this other it's, thing. Uh, blog rock, <laughs> maybe some. Uh... A little bit of jungle shoe, Yeah. <laughs> uh, soft shoe. I don't know. I have um, no idea.
0: And that's really all there is to say about aha! loaded. Uh,
1: reloaded as well.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah. Like I didn't really pay like, my. Like I don't. Who has any memories
2: of Reloaded? No. I just remember that first stage. Yes, the a very, desert. Th- a desert. That is like no, no. That is not what loaded is. Loaded is the game where you're in like mental institutions yeah. and shooting people in close quarters, and their blood is like splattering on the tile. I don't <laughs> want to be outdoors in this big like. Mm. Airy Vista and, and like, bright
0: it's brightly lit.
2: Yeah, and I feel like the camera's probably like at a higher perspective. It's just like this is none of this is conducive to why I like
1: loaded. Hmm. I, I get nothing. I get no bigger kick than digging up an obscure game, going to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and reading a bunch of crowdsourced, matter of factly written information <laughs> very detailed on yeah. games like Loaded. Four characters from the original game are included in Reloaded, such as Mama, Bouncer, Butch, and Cat and Hands.
0: Cat Hands is, is the one to go with, by v- the way.
1: Vox, however, is not present in the game and is replaced by two female characters, a pink-haired cannibalistic sex symbol, the Consumer. <laughs> and a, manufacturer, a manufacturing android nun named Sister Magpie. Via cheat code Sister Magpie can unlock character Fwank from the previous game there to use in Reloaded. If unlocked, Fwank is named uh Fwank is the best character in Reloaded with the most speed and best armor.
2: That's that's mm. a little bit of editorializing right there. Ooh, my bad. I would argue that yeah, uh, Captain Hands
1: is still I need an independent panel to <laughs> verify this information. Cat in hand. I don't know. Is it is this better treatment than these characters deserve or worse? I cannot tell.
0: Well, I could you could tell they were trying to like keep some kind of franchise going, mm-hmm. but it just didn't happen. It's, it's
1: sad to me because the loaded Wikipedia page mm. doubles up as the reloaded Wikipedia yeah, page. Yeah, they're the same. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, Gremlin Interactive
1: got gobbled up in all those weird acquisitions of the day. Didn't and Jet Moto 1 and 2 have separate Wiki pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, they didn't have the Butterfinger bike in the second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These um, were strange times for games when you released a new edition in your franchise every 8 months mm-hmm. it starts to confuse people yeah. and almost everything that looked like it was kicking off an entire not just a new generation a new phenomenon of yeah. games like all those went away like yeah. that, due to the annual releases very it's weird
0: and uh, yeah I mean it does just highlight what a weird time it was. It was like, let's try stuff. It worked. Let's try it again. <laughs> Did not work. Like, what?
1: You think just the- it
0: reminds me of like Wizards and Warriors, where it's like, we got mm. three out on NES, and they were all great and made money. It's like, can we ever get another one out? No. Mm-hmm. This franchise just stopped. Ninja Gaiden, the same thing. Like, mm. we got it on the NES. It was huge. No Super NES, no Genesis, no PS1. Finally, when Xbox comes out, we'll get a new Ninja Gaiden. It's like, it took that much? When mm-hmm. it was such a... That's such a know pretty solid idea it's a ninja who kills people <laughs> who kills supernatural bad guys like that's mm-hmm. kind of a cool anyway that's more or less the loaded which this is you will notice a slightly shorter
1: episode than usual however due to the nature of loaded due the nature of loaded <laughs>
0: however uh it's worth pointing out um this is how long the episodes were normally supposed to be <laughs> before uh, I got over-ambitious. And I'm sure the next episode that we'll post in two weeks is probably going to be too long. Mm-hmm. Much like the Mario RPG and the Zelda episode before them. Um, but again, thank you for
2: listening. Did, by the way, do you know what the third loaded was going to be called? I do. Uh, fully loaded. Fully loaded. Yeah. So this is in a fully loaded episode. It's partially
1: completed, and I see yeah. several petitions and form a- threads demanding... Or asking curtly for a <laughs> release on uh, PSN. Right. I can't agree. I, I wish there was. If I was smart, I would create a shell on PSN that does nothing but load partially release. <laughs> partially completed games <laughs> from fr- notable partially released games like mm. here try out this yeah. level that was completed yeah that would be kind of uh, cool that would be awesome
2: it's just so crazy that this is a series that lived and died mm-hmm. in less than a year i mean yeah. like, maybe not even 9 months but yeah.
1: just how, how many magazine covers it was on yeah. and if you had a playstation at this time you probably had loaded yeah yeah well it was it, it that, was a greatest hits game um, i
0: mean that's the thing like it hit in this time when like super nes was really cooling off Saturn was struggling to find its ground, and PS1 was off to a solid start. And, uh, so, like, that fall, like, there weren't a lot of games to bet your cover on as a, as a print magazine. So it's like, well, this is a bloody, violent game with weird-looking characters. Uh, really good character art of, like, Fwank pointing the gun at the, mm-hmm. the at the camera. It's like, this looks engaging. Sure, I'll put that on my cover. <laughs> so it really was right place, right time. Um, and then the second one was me. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go out with what I think... This is track 25 from the original Loaded. And this is why, before when we played that, I'm, this might be the ending song mm-hmm. thing. I can't tell this might be the ending song. So I mm-hmm. felt it would be also a good uh, way to go out. Um, it's the same thing. It's this surreal, peaceful end for such a violent game. So I thought that was cool. But the ending is also this super weird... Like, I barely recall it. It's like, you blow up the bad guy, and his head turns into a spaceship... And then it's playing this music while this spaceship takes off, like, and its head escapes. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, we'll head out on that. Uh, VGEmpire.com, thanks for your comments. Thanks for your listening. Uh,
1: And if I see you at PAX, that would also be awesome. Um, uh, I, yeah, second that. I'm really tired. What the hell is wrong with me?
0: (laughs) Do you own any podcasts, Chris? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) LasertimePodcast.com.
1: Who knows what uh, shenanigans we'll get into this week. Next week, I don't even know if we'll exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: cheap podcast just did a recent episode about uh, wrestling deaths, and we'll have something for WrestleMania. And I'll see everyone at PAX Prime. Ooh, I promise.
0: oh, nice! <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Well, taking us out, uh, Neil Biggin again. Loaded. Uh, try to find the game sitting in the disc somewhere. You can get the whole soundtrack right off the disc. See you next time.